Hi, this is Tim Sanders, founder of the Omnia Radiation Balancer. Pretty soon there will be 5G masks going up all around us and we want to make sure that you're giving yourself the best protection on the market. Our solution is unique. We use a new source of energy from the fifth dimension to balance radiation fields on any device, making it safe to use. Our results show that this structures water, it balances the blood and it keeps your body super strong. And yes, it works on 5G. The energy in the patch never runs out, so count up all the radiating devices in your life, stick one on each, and you're done. Click on the link below and you'll soon be bringing balance and strength back to your body. Thank you. Hey guys, you're listening to Journey to Truth Podcast. We are coming to you from East Eddy Ranch. Uh, we're down here doing some uh, volunteer work. We're helping James out with some stuff. We ran into Holly Marie down here. She was here for the holotropic breathwork class. And uh, we decided, hey, why not? Let's have Holly on the show. She is a shamanic practitioner. She does. Uh, she's a hypnotist also, right? I am. Yeah. And uh, man, she's awesome. A lot of you guys know who she is already. Um, we decided, why not? Let's do an episode. Uh, so here we are. And we have our fake news. Listen, you're being rude. You're fake, you're fake news. You're fake news. Stop being rude. You're fake news. All right, that's enough of that. You need to get one of these. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, welcome to the show, Holly. How's it going? Great. Thanks for having me on. Like, I was so excited to hear that you guys were coming up this weekend because I wasn't teaching the holotropic breath work. I was helping Jay Gilliland. Um, I was assisting him and it's phenomenal. And then we just converged and it's great to see you guys again. Yeah, same. Yeah, absolutely. You. Yeah. you know, what's funny is because we've been here for the conferences. This is my first time here. That's not a conference. It's like an entirely different place. It, it's, be, a, it's a whole different energy. Yeah. Right. The, the big conference. It yeah. is, I'm able it's to awesome. actually tap into the land and connect and look around and appreciate things without a thousand people pulling you, you know, every direction. And that still happens a little bit, <laughs> even with. But it's but it's but a it's different it's a different experience. I'm actually yeah. uh, it's actually really healing for me, and it's, it's a lot. I recommend coming out here uh, whenever you can. Whenever you can, you know, conferences are great, but. This place, man, it'll fast track anything that you have to work on, anything that's... It'll bring up all your crap yeah. that you need to deal with, for sure. That's <laughs> true. It took me several visits here to actually enjoy the ranch because I, I of the vortex, that. right? Yeah. And it would just, I would come here and then it's like, I remember one time I came here to, to speak for a different conference and it's just like, man, on that third day, it's just like all hell broke loose energetically emotionally mentally but now now i come here i can just relax and enjoy and yeah have a good time yeah i fully understand that <laughs> yeah fully it people don't understand if you're not really prepared or warned on what to expect coming out of here it'll it'll blindside you and you have to it'll it forces everything to the surface but let's talk about uh Let's just talk about what you do as far as your practitioner, your shamanic practitioner. What does that involve? How did you get into that? And how can you help me? <laughs> <laughs> well, no. So, right. So I'm a, a shamanic practitioner, and which means I'm not a shaman. I'm bringing the modalities of the shaman to my clients. Mm 
So when you sit with, with the real deal, they will always tell you if someone claims to be a shaman, you do one thing, you run, right? So I'm bringing the modality and the modality or the medicine that I bring is that the Caro tradition out of the high Andes of Peru. And it's actually the mystics that the shaman get initiated by. Um, and then I'm, I'm practicing the modalities of the four winds foundation and the modalities are really powerful. They're based on ancient, ancient traditions, like predates 2000 years ago. This goes way back to the motherland. And it's just, it is the modality itself that really brings change into the client. Yeah. So as far as like uh, some of the practices, some of the tools you use, I know like it involves the um, pendulum and stuff. What was interesting, why I'm asking this is because last time in the conference, I told you some of the stuff that I do and use and you're like, that's all shaman stuff. And I had no idea. Right. I had no idea that I was even like tapping into that stuff by, by using the tools I was using. And I'm just curious on how you actually utilize those and how they help whatever so shamanism has such an enormous spectrum uh so how i was taught and in my tradition and how i teach is whether i'm working with a client in person or if i'm working with somebody remotely i will test out their chakras using a pendulum so a lot of times when somebody's telling me you know, what's going on in their life, they'll talk about a current situation. And I can, so if I'm doing something remotely, I'll have the stones laid out, seven stones laid out. So they're giving me their story about a current situation. And then I can go, oh, you know, like, oh, first chakra's in, but the second chakra's out. So what happened between eight and 15 years old? And it's so amazing because that memory will just surface right back up. And so often I hear people say, I haven't thought about that for years. I forgot that happened. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, we'll clear. But the uh, shamanic work goes into soul retrieval, which I'm a huge fan of because the soul retrieval is bringing back that piece that it's like a fragment in our energy field. And that's where entities can attach into. And that's when we have those past traumas in those little fragments of our energy field taken out the entities creep in and it keeps us in our survival chakras. It doesn't allow us to tap into the upper chakras. So it's really important to do soul retrieval. And a lot of times even soul retrieval can just be present day inner child work or present life inner child work. Another thing that is really good about the shamanic work is the past life aspect of it. Because when you get into the past life, a lot of people will just get readings. So now you have this this wealth of information, but what do you do with it? So in the shamanic, we go back and we rewrite the contract because the contract is still playing out right now. So you have to re erase that karmatic contract yeah. and rewrite a new one. And we were, I was just going to ask you about that. We were talking about that earlier. Like I, I, I get these readings. We have people approach us and want to give us readings, uh, psychics, Reiki healers, whoever, and you get all this information, past life regressions, you have all this information, you know, all this stuff, you know what you need to heal, but it almost creates a type of anxiety because you don't know what to do about it. You know what has to be done, but you don't know what to do about it. So that's where you come in. And that's why it's so important. 
Yeah, I'm kind of like the cleanup guy in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, but it's true. It's true. And, and I think it really helps because uh, com- coming prior to this trip, I was at that point. I was like, I don't I know I'm, I'm being made aware of all these things that I need to work on and I don't know what to do about it. And like, you come to the ranch and it's like, all right, here's what you need to do. And you're going to do it in one hour. <laughs> like it, it fast yeah. tracks everything. Right. But yeah, so that's just a great point. And I love I love the fact that um, you bring that up. It's necessary. Um, if if I can, um, I, I think it's really important, though, that, that people understand um, when we have those, those past traumas, whether it's this lifetime or a, a past life, if you don't clean that up, you can't access your higher chakras. And one of the main things, you know, because people always want these really out there experiences, but you're not going to achieve that experience until you clean up the past and once you clean up the past that's when all that sludge is out and you can you can tap in so all the time you know i'll do these deep deep emotional clearings on my clients and they they're dreaming more they're getting more downloads it just boosts their psychic abilities or their spiritual gifts like exponentially that's amazing yeah and so I want to tie this into like, so some of the stuff that you're seeing uh, as far as these entity attachments on all these, on all these clients, this is happening all over the place. All, and it's a, is it like, do you think it's just being ramped up because of the times or are they, is this always around and these people just don't know? I've been doing this work for well over 10 years. Um, I've been in the healing arts since 1998, not to date myself. <laughs> and there, there's always entity attachments there, we've always got these fluid entities on us that need to be released. And, you know, when we sit and do James's table tipping, when he mm-hmm. does the group clearings, that's what he's doing. He's clearing these entities, but now it is ramped up more than ever. And I feel like we're in this, or I don't feel we are literally in this global trauma. Yeah. So everybody's getting traumatized and it's amping up those frequencies. Mm-hmm. And so if you're an empath, you're feeling everybody else's stuff and yeah. it's, it's really triggering. And I, I believe that we're getting attacked right in our solar plexus, yes, we are. even with the breath work this weekend, um, you know, cause we go around and we do sharing and want to hear what people want to work on. And it, there was a common thread, the solar plexus. And so in my tradition, they say that our heart is beginning going to become our anchor and we close down the survival chakras and then that opens our galactic chakras and they are hitting us hard and heavy right in our empowerment center right where we stand in our sovereignty our identity all of it Mm -hmm. and so these entities are now attacking us i believe it has to do with the schumann resonance because now all of our shadows are being forced up which is going to put out that frequency of despair fear sexual trauma depression, whatever it is. And then those entities are just going to snake right onto that, attach right onto that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the end times madness. <laughs> like that we, you know, we hear about this and um, what's interesting is that it, what this energy does, if you want to call it the human resonance, whatever we're going through uh, right now, people it's amplifying everybody's dominant trait also. 
So if you're already angry, we're seeing people really angry. Right. The happy people are blissed out. And the, if you have some type of, um, I don't know, if you're, if you're schizophrenic, you know, it's going to, you're just going to, everything's going to be amplified. And I think that's a big thing that we're seeing right now as far as everything playing out and why people are acting the way they're acting. It has a lot to do with the energies. It yeah. really does. Yeah. I was just going to say, if you're, um, service to self oriented, you get much more service to self. And if you're service to others, you get much more. So it's the energy that yeah. people are yeah. oriented towards. It's all, all that's being amplified. So you're seeing people that are already kind of negative people or uh, egotistical, they're getting like much more and they're kind of lashing out more. Um, and that's why you see all this craziness happening and people seemingly like just going crazy because <laughs> It's, it's energies, yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's really concerning. Um, most of my work I do remotely, but I I am in an office a couple days a week, mm -hmm. and huh, my office is right next to a liquor store. Oh, and, I'm sorry. <laughs> and literally during the lockdown, though, it's like people were leaving with huge, huge jugs of alcohol, which is spirits, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we're bringing in these spirits and, and don't get me wrong. You know, I, I like wine and beer occasionally. Like I, I socially drink in moderation, fine. but yeah. the, the volume of liquor that was leaving and then with all the trauma. And we know that during this fake lockdown, um, domestic violence has been up, yes. suicide, drug use, everything mm -hmm. has been amped. Yeah. And it just, it's really upsetting. Well, their reason, their, their excuse for not shutting down the liquor stores during the lockdown was because the withdrawal symptoms that the people would begin experiencing would be worse than just leaving it open and letting them drink, which, I mean, there is something to that because if you are an alcoholic and you, your supply is cut off, I mean, you can die if you don't wean yourself off of that properly. So it's really interesting what's going on there. I, yes, I agree. I did not hear that, but I agree with that. But yeah. I mean, people were like mass volumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get, I get that. Yeah. Well, people, that's that's just part of the programming too. We want us. We just want to mask all of our Instead problems. Of dealing with their yeah, because the lockdown and the quarantine, like so many people, suddenly are out of the job or having to stay at home and deal with their own emotions and their own <laughs> issues. And instead of dealing with it, they want to just get drunk or, yeah. yeah or, you know, people are having a hard time dealing with it. So they're, they're lashing out and along with the energies, you know, it's uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of like a big collective dark night of the soul. Like this whole year it's kind of felt like that. Right. It's like a collective, I said, dark night of the soul that we're all going through and what did i say before the whole planet's going through a bad breakup yeah right. yeah, yeah yeah that's another good way no to put kidding. it well we are it's a breakup with the old paradigm with the old world yeah. Yeah. absolutely the old systems and yeah and i feel that um people really need there's a lot of people stepping up though to the plate because the shamanic work it's no joke like it, it oh, is yeah. it is not a cakewalk mm, you know it's sure. not burn some sage and hold a rose quartz and we're good. We are going into the deep mucky ucky of your shadows, like your deepest fears, your deepest traumas and clearing it out. Yeah. And it's amazing how many people are stepping up to the plate going like, let's do this. And I've literally had people going like, Holly, I don't want you to sugarcoat anything, which I don't, <laughs> I don't, but nice. they're, they're like, I just, 
I want to go at it really hard. Yeah. And it's, it's great to see people doing that because that's helping the entire collective. Yeah. We, and we, uh, we did a clearing earlier and we got a little preview of some of that dark energy that's around mm -hmm. and it was, uh, it was intense. It was, intense. It was yeah. one of the most intense things I've experienced <laughs> in a while, but it's, it really opens your eyes to the reality of this stuff. Right. And why we have to practice protection. I mean, I mean, that is so key right now. And, and I want to emphasize that that clearing was done with James Gillen and not me. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. it was like the yes. four of oh, us yeah, yeah. You were there, for the listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Correct. Correct. Right. I mean, you could at one point when we started to tap into what dark forces were coming, like I felt really nauseous, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I mean, and yeah. then, and then after we were done, you know, I went in to have lunch and James was, and I said, man, I feel really off. I just felt like I was hit. And he's like, I'm still clearing. I'm still clearing, but it took a while for me to get back grounded. Oh, me too. I had to go do the path of intention. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Whoa, what happened? But yeah, it just, that was a good example of the type of stuff that we're dealing with, but you don't even know it's there until you, until until you, you acknowledge it and really do something about it. And that's what, that's what's going on. A lot of people don't understand like some, I know there's people out there that have snapped and done things and, and then they can't figure out like, I'm like, oh my God, I didn't mean that. Or why did I just do that? Or you beat yourself up about it. It's not you. There's some behind every person is somebody controlling them. Yeah. Well, it's affecting your energy, but you can, yeah, that's why it's so important to do the clearings and deal with that. So, it, so you don't have these outside influences affecting you and, uh, and to put up the protection every single day to that. Yeah. It's very important. Yeah. You meant, oh, go ahead, please. Oh, okay. Well, that, I've had a lot of people call me up lately that I've worked with in the past. And then they're like, I'm feeling, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, that's kind of odd because that's not your pattern. That's not your emotional pattern. And I realized, I mean, this has always been the case in, in my practice. Some people will just pick up other people's stuff it is ramped up a lot lately. So there is so many people out there just picking up on the global, the global actions right now. And then a lot of what's happening too is these archons, these negative energy forces are puppeting other people. And I'm seeing a, a lot in the healing community mm -hmm. where they're creating this loose or this negative energy. You literally become a food source for these archons. And I'm, I'm seeing it happen quite a bit. Yeah. That will. Yeah. And like James always says, you know, and, and you're getting hit even harder when you're over the target and you are doing the work. That's why you said yeah. it's in the healing yeah. community, because right. the, 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 those of us trying to do something about this, so we're a threat. We're yeah. a threat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That if you're, uh, right. if, if this show was about something else entirely, you know, we wouldn't receive any of censorship or anything because we would be playing into the system the and, narrative. and right. everything would yeah. go smoothly, you know, so. Right. Uh, it's just the way it works. But it's all. All that's on its way out, though. That's the most important thing to realize. So don't get caught up in the fear because we're so much more powerful than that. And as soon as you realize that, you can step into your power and know that's all going away anyway. So there's really nothing to, to be afraid of. Uh, it's just a matter of becoming aware, raising your consciousness, doing the work, and yep. clearing and, and putting up protection. And, uh, and yeah, like you said, the more, the more effective you are, the more work you're doing, the more you're going to be a target. And uh, being aware of that is crucial. So then you can you can protect yourself and, and clear that and 
and help to clear others as well. So. And we keep talking about this type of protection. We did our show last night with James and we were talking about protection and the majority majority of the comments were, what type of protection, what can we be doing? Can we give mm -hmm. people advice uh, on what they can do to, to help with this stuff? So I, if you guys want a free protection prayer, you can, you can go to the org website and you can pull up the protection prayer. It's free. And I suggest everybody do it. Um, I've even given it to my clients before. Uh, for me, for my protection, I use my own prayer. You know, sure. it's, it's very similar, but I use my own prayer. And it's, it's you, you just need to be vigilant, not paranoid. You know, not not paranoid. Not every no. bad thing that happens is an attack, right? Yeah. So you have to use discernment, but just sort of keep your guard up and and detach from the negative. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a great point too, because I think we all have our own ways of dealing with things, and you don't have there's not and nothing's written in stone. Nothing, you know, you're gonna find your own way to deal with your own problems, but it's good to be aware of certain practices. At the same time, you know, people have asked me, like, what do you say when you pray? I'm like, I just, I don't know. I just, in the moment, it comes through. Yeah. And I don't have a specific. Well, if you're planning it, it's not really real. Yeah. It's like, it has to come from the heart. I, right? I don't. So you're trying to, like, I got to say the right things. Mm -hmm. And it's not really coming from the heart. So. It's, yeah, I don't yeah. have a specific written down yeah. script that yeah, I like, read. This is what you say. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, no, that's not how it works. I think, it, yeah. I think. Just the intention alone is the key part. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that and that's a really good point too. Is is people are so caught up in their heads, mm -hmm. right? The yeah. analytical point is that we literally cut off. We stay in the beta. I just wrote an article about this. You stay in the beta brain state, and it detaches you from spirit. Exactly. And it, it limits you. It limits you. So when you're in the beta and a problem arises, what do you do? If you're in the beta, you go out and research. Yeah. So now if you have illness, you're stuck in preconceived notions of other people's experiences or knowledge. But when you tap into a meditative state, you access higher brain waves, And that's when spirit comes in and downloads you with yes. your divine answer, yes. your divine wisdom. And I think people really need to step in to, to their own trust. And that's when mm -hmm. we begin to claim our sovereignty. Yes. Beautifully said. Yes. <laughs> that's it right there. And, I, and I, I, that's a great point uh, as far as healing yourself. And um, let's just say if you are sick and you get on WebMD and you look up and it tells you your symptoms and then you read that and all of a sudden you create that, you almost manifest that sickness because, because of what you just read. And this is what we're seeing right now with this uh, virus, you know. I'm yeah. so glad you brought that up because it's like, it, you know, people will come in um, for weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. And so, or to quit smoking. And how can you go into hypnotherapy to quit smoking, quit a chemical addiction, right? Yeah. yeah. Because you're being programmed. Mm -hmm. So how many people literally psyched themselves into getting a virus? Which, yeah. with hypnotism through mainstream media mm -hmm. that's a, hit the or just getting yeah. sick through fake news such fake news no that's uh i know somebody personally that... you can make yourself sick from your own fears and beliefs yeah mm -hmm. exactly so so many people i guarantee you that's what happened <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there's you get a phone call. They say you're tested positive. You know, prior to that, you maybe you were having a great day. You were fine. You get the news. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, I need to go get in bed. I need to. I need to rest. I need to do this. I need some medicine. And you start. You you put yourself in a mindset that I'm sick. You tell yourself you're sick because someone else told you you were sick. And then you get and sick because that's that's why a lot of people call this the mind virus. Um, how much evidence of the actual virus? We're just taking everyone's word for it. Right. We're just taking their word for it. Well, I I can say, you know, for people out there who are still skeptical, we came to the uh, Spirit Science Conference up at ESETI. There was 250 plus people, no mask, no social distancing. Then I taught a retreat here with with Marie Thorne Thompson out of LA, a yoga shamanic retreat. Everybody can, you know, like people came from all over, no masks, no social distancing, Hugging, like yeah. <laughs> no cases, no cases, Zero. And, yeah. but, but you say, you know, like we're, we're breaking the, the paradigm, we're breaking the old matrix, right? Mm-hmm. But is what sort of gives me a little skepticism is, is like, we're the creator. So we have to unmask. We have to say, no, we have to stand in our sovereign will, because if we keep submitting to, to the fear right? Mm-hmm. That's the program. Yep. It's going to tip the scale out of our favor. Exactly. So it's, it's really important that we wake up. And the, the reason why no one at the conference got sick is because most of the people that come here understand this, uh, understand this programming already. And they understand that this whole thing is a scamdemic, uh, whatever you want to call it. Plandemic. Plandemic. <laughs> but we understand that. So when you understand what's going on, their programming doesn't affect you. Therefore, you're not going to get sick. And it's not, it just doesn't apply in your reality. Well, and what else did we do? What else do we do? Did we do at the conference? We smiled, which opens up our crown. We hugged and human touch is so important, right? We're almost all in a high vibe loving state where we're. And and so when (laughs) we're wearing the mask, we're not smiling. No. So it's shutting down our crown. We're mm-hmm. uncomfortable. We're uncomfortable. And the, the social around. distancing, you know, it's like you're you're walking around. I want a social distance, man. I just a stranger. I just be right yeah. up there, right? <laughs> and they just, they, they freak out. And it's yeah. like, when are we like, going to step past the pro, It's all programming. Well, it's and, all programming. And the mask itself, actually, um, when I put it on, I mean, within five, 10 minutes, I start getting a headache. It lowers your oxygen. Yeah, I, I can't. My physical body. It actually body. will make the mask will actually make you sick because it's yeah. you're breathing in your own CO two and you're lowering your oxygen levels and it's weakening your own immune system, yeah. which right. is supposed, which is what we innately have to protect from <laughs> viruses and we're getting sick. So I it mean, doesn't make any sense. It's it's completely it's completely inverted. backwards. Yep. Yeah, and if I'm, but that's I, the world we live in. Right? The, yeah. the mainstream world we live in is and everything is inverted. Everything is backwards from the truth. So that goes right along. The perfect analogy, the masks are coming off of the controllers and they're putting them on us. That's what, that's what they're trying to do. They're they're being revealed and they're, they're trying to flip the script right now and put everything on us, you know? And and, it's uh, also a silencing. It's also a black magic ritual and it's to try to silence us. It's like a symbol for that. And the six feet apart thing goes along with that. Yes. As well. Yeah. A mask. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, that's a satanic practice. It's, a, it's yeah. literally a satanic black magic ritual that they're trying to do on a massive scale. Right. Along with right. Yeah. And and once you understand that, that mm-hmm. it's a satanic ritual, and then you partake in it, now you're consenting. Now to you're consenting. So now you're giving Like if consent. you've just heard this information, you can't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. You can't do it, or you're consenting to Satanism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. unfortunately, uh, we're put in situations though where we need to go buy something. We need something, and you know, we're all. I'm sorry if you have a job or you're required to yeah. wear it or and something we, like that. So it's it's easy for us to say, but I, all of us at one point have to put it on. I can't fly back home if I don't put a mask. I on. know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like the airlines were, are banning people from so their airline for getting caught once without their mask on. On you, some level, we have to. Said. On some level, we just have to play the game, but that doesn't mean we have to stop fighting. Yeah. yeah. Right. But the more right. people that wake up, then the the less power it's going to have. And then it's it's already game over. We're just seeing it play out. But the more and more people that wake up and it's happening. I mean, we're seeing it happen every day. Yeah. Um, the the quicker their their demise is going to be. I mean, and the and the quicker this new earth will be manifested into reality, into yeah. the 3D reality. It's already it's already here. It's just hasn't been fully manifested yet here in the 3d but yeah it's, and the, and it's here as far as one more thing on the mask and then we can move on <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I'm, I come from construction i've been in construction for 15 years and we have the mask that you see everyone wearing we call them a dust mask it's mm -hmm. for dust yeah and, and anytime we're working with any type of chemicals or fumes or paint whatever it is you, that, that mask does not work. They will not let you work with that mask on because you need something more. It also, yeah, it also isn't doing anything yeah. to protect you from That's what I'm saying. The so they OSHA, what they do, they make you shave your face. You have to get fitted for a respirator, a type of respirator that is designed for whatever specific chemical you're working with, and then get fitted for that. And you can't wear it unless you have a clean shaved face. That's the only way it works. And you mean to tell me if we have to do that to work with some chemical in construction and this mask isn't going to stop the world's deadliest virus, I'm sorry. It's just not. It doesn't work. I don't care whoever's listening to this right now that doesn't agree. They do not do anything. They do not do anything to stop this virus. I don't care. Well, the fact that they let you wear a bandana and yeah. that's okay too, a piece of cloth, like, oh, just whatever, because it's not about... It's never been about a virus or yeah. or protecting yourself. It's been about the and then the argument that well, it stops control. a cough, or if you cough in a mask, it doesn't go. Yeah, right. okay, yeah, that's true, but it that has nothing to do with the virus. Yeah. Um, okay. So next, <laughs> fake news. Next, um, I wanted to go back to something I wanted to say earlier because it was a breakthrough for me, and I think it can help other people. I was getting all these readings. We were talking about you get all right. this information, you don't know what to do about it. And I, and I was, uh, I quit my job and I'm trying to move forward, but I was kind of hitting a roadblock. It was so clear that I was hitting a roadblock and I, I uh, was getting a reading, a tarot card reading, and the dead end card came up twice. And uh, what she made me aware of is that if I had to heal some, a lot of, I had some traumas past childhood trauma, some other things that I had to heal that were holding me back from moving forward in life. So therefore my career, any plan I had for my future career was going to fail because I, I had, you can't ignore this stuff. You have to heal the stuff before you move on. And that was such an aha moment for me. I was like, wow. I, Cause I'm just, you, you just want to push it aside. Like, no, that's not important. I need to go make money and do this and do that. And the universe is like, no, you have to deal with these problems and until you're in alignment. Nothing in your life is going to be in alignment. Right. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's like, it's a fractal. 
-hmm. So it's what we're literally doing is when we're healing that past trauma or even ancestral trauma, you're, you're breaking the fractal. You're, well, you can't just clear energy. It just transmutes into something new. You change the energy. Mm -hmm. So you're literally changing the fractal. So a lot of times when I'm doing ancestral clearings on people, which is really cool. So if someone's like, oh, you know, we have heart disease in our family, we'll go back and visit the ancestors and see how the heart got broken, what broke that heart, Mm -hmm. right? And so then we're, we're, zooming in on the fractal or changing the fractal we're bringing in a gift and it literally will change the dna because we have light around our dna just waiting to heal the fragments or you Mm -hmm. know the tears and whatever needs to be activated within the dna so this this modality yeah it's it's a it's a fast track yeah 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 and it's interesting you brought up the dna too um just so many Let's shift gears. Let's get, let's talk about extraterrestrials. Are you okay with that? <laughs> oh yeah. I, I just I we hear about this DNA and uh, DNA manipulation all the time, and we're changing from this um, carbon base to a crystalline beings, and it's just really interesting. Like what they're trying to do with this virus is also affecting our DNA, and this has a lot to do with the ET presence here that's on earth that's that's trying to manipulate us and i don't know it's just a very fascinating topic to me i just didn't know if you had any thoughts on on that well in the shamanic in the shamanic goes back to the motherland moo right Mm -hmm. which was star seeded in my lineage we say it was star seeded from the venusians from venus and they came on their ships that's a cosmology but Maybe they even came from star systems outside of that, right? Because we all know the Pleiadians, Pleiadians were here. Heard, yeah. Yep, yep. And the Pleiadians are a lot in the uh, North American culture, but mine's South American. I think, I think all. Well, I was channeling um, one of the ancient crystal skulls once. I, I think this nice. is relevant to the. Well, I used to work a lot with the ancient crystal skulls, like the real ones. Mm-hmm. And there's this one. ET skull that they can't identify what it's made out of. It looks like a um, milky, milky quartz. And his name is Czar. And I was holding Czar and I don't consider myself a channel, but these skulls, they talk to you. And he told me that earth is the hospital and all the galactic drama from the, the universe is coming into Earth is a hospital and the light workers are the doctors. And it just made so much sense. So the other thing with shamanism is that every single physical ailment has an emotional root because emotion is energy in motion, right? The mm-hmm. thought creates, yep. the thought has to manifest in the physical. And so I feel like the trauma that we're put through, especially star seeds, like the um, sex survivors mm-hmm. who go on to be amazing, you know, channelers. I feel like you have to, the star seeds come in with a lot of trauma. It's done on purpose to stunt their DNA activation because they're bringing in these light codes to help with ascension, but the archons are putting them through so much trauma that it's stunting us from ascending. Mm, and I've mm. seen that a lot with my um, clients, right? The ones that have had like this severe trauma and it's amazing the trauma that comes through. It's 
heartbreaking, right? Yeah. But they're the ones that end up after they clear this having the most psychic or spiritually gifted abilities. And I literally believe, like I know this from my work that we all have some star seed. Most of us, most of us have star seed lineage in us. And the more trauma that we clear, the more we're going to activate it. Yes. Because it's been proven. Mm-hmm. It's been proven through, you know, my clientele that you clear this emotional stuff and then boom, here comes your gifts. Well, how did that happen? Yeah. Because it sparked through your DNA. That's really in- yeah. that's really interesting that it's you think that it's well, it is. It's happening to stunt our growth or stunt our DNA. I, I didn't really connect those dots before. Like I thought all of those traumas were for our own healing and lessons and karmic lessons and stuff like that. So I thought it was a good, I thought almost a lot of this trauma was a good thing to help us grow. But in, in a way, it's keeping us from ascending. Right. So it's it's really like. If you don't, a, if you don't grow from it, if you, because I think it's, it can go. be both. Yeah. But it's, it's, they do it for that reason. But once you grow and once you um, use that as a lesson, yeah, and, and heal from it, then it's like soul growth. Yeah. So you're you're mm. transmuting the dark into into light in that way. Another interest, yeah. another interesting theory on the DNA is that I was reading a book and they're talking about how you know whatever you subscribe to, you know, we were engineered in in the eyes of some type of ET race, and uh, they were manipulating our DNA. Right. And there is a uh, there is a portion of humanity that has a gene that the other portion doesn't have, and they call that the rebel gene. And that rebel gene is what's being activated in all the people who are waking up and all the star seeds right now. And the other people who are just, you, sometimes you look at someone, you just can't understand how they don't see it. Maybe they yeah. don't, maybe they're lacking something. And it's interesting. I have no way of validating if that's true, but it does, it seems to make sense in some level. Well, it's funny that you bring that up because we were talking earlier uh, with James when we were upstairs how, or I don't know when it was, how we can't watch the programming on TV because it'll literally like, for me, I'll start to feel ill. Mm-hmm. Like after two oh, sets yeah. of pharmaceutical commercials, I'm oh, just like, yeah. oh, I, I can't do so it bad. anymore. Physically affects your body, yes. And, and it's like, you literally hear the program. Mm-hmm. Like when I hear a commercial, I'm like, oh, they're targeting this audience. They're targeting mm-hmm. that audience, but I'm, yep. I'm not the target. No. no. I'm not going to be the pharmaceutical slave. I'm not... No you know, it's not for me. Yeah, it's (laughs) exactly. You see it so clearly once you wake up, you see, you see everything for like what it really is. It's funny. It's like, you're like, oh, this is what they're trying to do with this. And this is the programming here. Yeah, it's, and like you said, yeah, you get physically ill when you're sensitive. Mm -hmm. I was just going to touch on that. It's like, I can't even, I can watch like a little bit of Ancient Aliens once in a while. But other than that, it's like, yeah. I can't watch TV anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. well, and it's a good thing that the physical feeling, knowing how to listen to your body is the biggest, is, is your biggest tool. Um, I, because you know when something's off, if you get that bad gut feeling. And, and the more, I guess, enlightened or whatever, advanced you become, you could do whatever term you want to use, that becomes heightened also. So that's why you can't watch a commercial without getting sick. But if we're all at that level, none of their deception works anymore because mm-hmm. everyone just beyond beyond to it. Right. And it's it's our three brains. 
Mm-hmm. Right. We have. So in the shamanic, when we do fire ceremony in my tradition, we go uh, right intention, right action, right thought. It's our gut, our heart yep. and our brain. Yeah. And that's why a lot of I talk um, about this a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's why a lot of like mental health therapy doesn't work because we're always in the talk box. We're just bouncing the ego, bouncing the ego. Mm-hmm. We're never busting through the ego into the other brains of our body. Yeah. Which is where it really is that's yeah, where the where, truth is right that's where everything really is yeah that's i had yeah. a native american elder tell me once you guys have probably heard me say this but your gut you you feel into the situation with your gut if your gut is telling you it's off it's off if it's not if you can learn if you can learn how to use that first and then process it with your heart and then the your and then your brain is like the motor skills just to get the job done get from point a to point b um whatever it is as soon as we get in our head and start overthinking it, that's where mankind has gone wrong. Yep. Yeah, and I'm going to make a really unpopular statement. Please, geared please towards, do. <laughs> I, I'm a parent, okay. and it just it blows my mind how women, and I'm sorry, ladies, but you guys have totally just put your mother intuition out the window and it's like, you've got to be the biggest advocate for your child, right? Well, the doctor said, you know, the teacher said, it doesn't matter what anybody says. You you are your child's biggest advocate. You signed up. When you conceived, you consented to protect that child, mm-hmm. right? And I just, it's like, I don't care what the doctor says. I don't care what the teacher says. I'm going to listen to my gut first and do the right thing for my child. And I've had to take my child out of school. Like I've just had to do all kinds of crazy stuff, but it's the right thing for my child. And I think women is we move into the feminine because we're moving out of the, um, the matrix into the creatrix, which is the divine uh, Sophia Christ energy. We women have to really be empowered in their own truth and their own sovereignty and gain that trust. Yeah. And there's, there's actually within that feminine knowing comes this divine masculine aspect of of being the protector of your child, right? It's it's a really big balance of both the feminine and the masculine. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. And maybe if I hit the fake news button, it won't trigger as many people. No. You fake news. You fake news. Oh, this is a long one. Oh no. Uh, no, it's a great point. Thank you so much for bringing it up about the children. I don't even have a child, but I, this is something important to me because I know so many mothers. I know so many right. so many mothers that are going through the hardest time right now with their children, especially with school right now. And everything they're making these kids do is against every motherly instinct. And they're really torn because what are their options? And it's such a it's such a dilemma right now. And it's really good to touch on that. I don't care if people get mad or not. You know what? I I um I've lived in Oregon for four years, I think now. My kid hasn't even been to a doctor. We don't have a pediatrician. Um, mm. He's not in school. Yeah. Is it perfect? No. I'm totally bombing on the math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, we've got curriculum. He's, he's learning. Um, I just found out I could get a private teacher. So we have that covered. But I think with this whole COVID fake lockdown, this is a really good opportunity to get to know your child because our child are, we're borrowing, the Hopi say we are borrowing the earth from our children. 
because yeah. they inherit the earth. Yeah. It's theirs. And if we're pushing these children through these, these narrow um, constrictions of this leftist education system, we're, we're not creating a true authentic child. And one of the reasons why there were multiple reasons, but one of the reasons I want to touch on, because it really triggers me of why I pulled my kid out is because they kept teaching like, don't bully, be kind, be kind, be kind. Well, are you going to dumb down my child to the point where he's kind to a pedophile? Like yeah. where he's kind no to boundaries though. And no boundaries yeah. because now you're being a bad person. And it's like, no, there's, that's not kindness. <laughs> yeah. That's not, it's, what that it's is. not, it's no. devaluing mm -hmm. your moral compass. Yep. So I said it and I'm sticking to it, but yeah, it, it what they're teaching the kids is really creepy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's yeah. an, that's an another that's an entirely different episode yeah um what they're teaching um well yeah indoctrinating. the whole system is set up to make you take give all your power away to the system and become this mindless soulless drone basically unfortunately that's that to put it bluntly that's what they're trying to make us into through the system yeah. that's the programming you get so the less in touch you are with your own soul and the less you trust yourself and step into your own power, the more you're going to give your power away and to buy into all the programming and, yeah. and the more mind controlled you're going to be. And the harder it is to break, <laughs> to break out from that. Um, something the more yeah. trauma and something, yeah. something I want to bring up that's important. Um, because when we have these discussions, I am always reminded in the comments, people, people think that we're a pair presenting ourselves as we're as if we're better than other people no it's not we were <laughs> no, all we were all there all. once we were all there once i was we very were, much there trust me we for were, a long time and uh we we were able to talk about this because we were once there and we're in a way we're talking about ourselves when we're talking about these programming these people who are, are complying that was us that would have been me at one time i was totally in that system so i don't mean we're not trying to separate ourselves at all here. I just want to clarify mm -hmm. that. I don't, there's no, there's nothing, none of that going on here. We're just sharing our wisdom that we've gained from the experiences yeah. that we've had and the growth that we've had. Well, I, so. I think that's a really good thing that you brought up because it's, we have to get through the division, yeah. right? Yeah. That's what we, we, and, and every time there's, there's a divide, we have to find the common ground. Right. But no, my, I, I struggle every day. It's like, oh man, I, I just did that in ego where yeah. I'm going to make this comment on somebody's post. And then it's like, oh, I've deleted so many comments. It's like, oh, I'm an ego, right? Yeah. Like I, we're, we're constantly an ego check, but I, I do think it's really important though, because we've, we have had that nasty wake up call and it doesn't make us better. Like I, I struggle every single day with something, right? Yes, mm -hmm. very much. And just because we've maybe, and I don't even like that term woken up, but maybe diverted our perception into something that is a little bit more in alignment with our sovereignty. Yeah. How's that? That was yeah. a, Okay. You strung together <laughs> the best series of words you probably could there. <laughs> oh, it's sovereignty is the key word there with everything because right? it's all living in alignment like you said with your sovereignty with your soul so it's not like i'm telling going around telling everybody how they have to live 
based on my, you know, it's like you need to find your sovereignty in your soul and live in alignment with that right? rather than giving your power away, doing what you're told by the system. And, and you're totally out of touch with what do you feel is true? What do you, what is in alignment with you? What resonates with you? And, and that's what we need to get back to. I know my comment was harsh to the mother's intuition, mm-hmm. but, and I'm, I'm not backpedaling cause I stand really firm with that. And yeah. my, my opinions do not reflect on you guys. <laughs> uh, they're my own opinions. Uh, we had no idea where the show was going, but if, if you are truly in your mother's intuition and, and, and there have been times when it's like, Oh no. Right. Like the teacher is right on this occasion or authority is right on this occasion, but nine out of 10 times it, it will go against your innate intrinsic inner wisdom. And that's where you can't be fooled by authority because only God is your authority. God, source, yeah. creator, spirit. Yes. That's the only person you need to, or the only source you need to be in alignment with. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And that's all. And that's just, that exists within you. And ultimately and you we can, are a part of. Yeah. And you that. can, you <laughs> so. can tap into that and, and use that as your guide. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Wow, we've covered. Uh, yeah, this, this is, is a this is a great episode. This we kind of did this. Lot. We didn't have any plans on where we were going to take this. Obviously, you could tell I was totally unprepared at the beginning. But um, we're covering so much stuff, and there's so much to talk about. To us, it looks ob- it's obvious what why this is all happening, and and what the agendas are, and what's what's really going on. But we've we've been working on ourselves for a while now. We've been we've done a lot of soul growth. We've uh, done a lot of research. Uh, we we've gotten to a point where we're thinking for ourselves. We're not relying on outside authorities to tell us what's true and what's not without looking into things. Um, so you and that's all a part of self sovereignty. That all is under the umbrella of self sovereignty and stepping into your own own power and living from your soul rather than trying to live from the outward in where you're tell me what's true. You know, like you, you, you want the outside authorities to tell you everything that's true and what's really happening. But when you, when you wake up, you start seeing that we live in a world mostly of lies and deception to fulfill these different agendas that are not in humanity's best interest at all. Um, the people, the people at the top of the, the human pyramid, you know, so to speak are, mostly psychopaths and they have these agendas that are not in service to all of humanity. They're only in service to themselves. And, and once you realize that you, you can start taking your power back and living in alignment with your soul and start living your purpose and not relying on anything outside of you to tell you what's true and what you are and who you are and what you should be doing. Yeah. And, you know, I was a victim of that for a while as far as looking for an external savior. Uh, I was always looking for a place I could go to to help me with something or go. I I needed to figure out someone or some some place or something that that Mm -hmm. that was going to be that one thing that was going to help pull me out of whatever I was stuck in. And yeah. you don't find it. It's nowhere. I, I know your own I've even considered yeah. moving to a different state and getting away. But then I realized, like, that's not going to help. That's not going to help. And it's all mm-hmm. within. And we have to realize that. We have to realize that. So many people, like you said, are just giving away their power. 
And that's why religions are dangerous um, because a lot, some they have a lot of truth within them, but, but they've been manipulated to, to get you to give your power away. Yeah. And, and when you really look at the, when you do your research and look at the original texts on most of them and take out the manipulation, they all teach that they all teach the real teachings. Like Jesus really taught that. Yeah. even um not that not to worship him he taught he said no you can do what i do you're we're the same like you need to step into your power yeah. um and that's what that's it right there so yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was a victim of that too i mean i grew up very very religious i did and I too was very sick right mm-hmm. and and it's like oh until you start loving yourself a little bit you don't truly find that god source yep exactly yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I used to just be like, why aren't my prayers being answered? Why am I so sick? Why am I so bullied? Why am I so hated? Like, why, 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 why? And then it, it really was because we're looking for that external, yeah, not going within, it's within. right? It's all within. And, yeah. and I think it's really important that you brought that up because um, when, when people are seeking this guidance, because we all have we all get stuck, right? I mean, I have my go-to people that I call up and it's like, Hey, I'm really stuck. You know, I I need help. And I trust them very much, but I I feel if people are out there seeking a quote healer, or if you're really stuck, I think it's really important to find somebody who mirrors back to you, your story of what needs to be cleared. And, um, I've worked really hard. I'm dealing with that right now. And I've, yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Well, because otherwise you're going to get your ego played on mm-hmm. or they're going to project onto you most more than likely unconsciously, right? They're going to project their stuff onto you. And that's why I always have people go, Holly, will you read me? I'm like, nope, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to read you because I'm going to read you what, you know, it's going to get filtered through me somehow. But in a session, I'm going to listen to your story. I'm going to connect the dots. And then we're going to let the pendulum show what chakra it's in because we really want to create um, empowerment. Yeah. Not not codependency. We've really got to get mm-hmm. everybody out there empowered by by any means necessary. Like we've got to get people to step back. And like I said, the theme of the holotropic breath work class this week was all solar plexus issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what's being attacked right now too. The solar plexus, the, the lower chakras, mm-hmm. and that's where they go after. And that's why I'm sure that's why that came up. There's a connection yes. there. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, is there any anything that you wanted to touch on before we wrap up? Or <laughs> what didn't? We yeah, yeah. Is there anything I, don't, I don't touch know. on <laughs> shit. I have no idea. I have no idea. Everything. It's going back on the religion thing really quick. I just know so many people that are friends of mine, family members even, um, that are struggling so hard. But they're uh, really. I have. A, I come from a religious family also, and they're struggling. And, and like, I don't know what to do. You know, I, I've I've surrendered. I've given all my power to Jesus. I've given every. You know, and they. That's your problem. And that, they don't <laughs> see. They, right they what they're taught. That's what they're that's supposed what, to do. That's you're what supposed. I did. Yeah. You're, you're supposed to. And then they're sitting here in life, miserable, just hitting dead end after dead end and roadblocks. And we all hit dead ends and roadblocks. But if it depending on what you believe in, you can you know, come up with the tools to get past that. But if that is your tool to give your power away like that, I know we just covered this, but it's just, yeah, it's just one thing. That, it drives me crazy because I, I want to tell this person like, but you can't, it's not my job. 
It's not, right, because yeah. then you're an ego, right? It's but, not my best job. thing to do is yeah. to be an example through how you're living, and they'll pick up on that. Yeah, they'll be like, "What? What is it? You know, like why are you like they can feel that from yeah. you? Yeah, and uh, and so just show them love and to yeah, and that's that's it right there. Because yeah, if you start getting into that trying to tell them you can give them advice, but only if they're open to it and, and if they're ready for it. But if you're trying to like steamroll them and trying to like, you need to do this and this and this, and that's, you're an ego for one. And then you're going to scare them away yeah. and it's going right. to make things worse. So mm-hmm. the best thing to do is to step into your power, live, make sure you're in alignment and then show them love. And yeah. Yeah. And have empathy and, for their situation. And yes, right? you know, yes. Because well, once you understand, then you can have empathy. You're like, I know exactly what they're going through. Right. Yeah. And and we uh, that's 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 just a good advice for everybody right now. We all have to cut each other some slack because this yeah. is a battle. This is a war, a spiritual war. I mean, it's turning into a physical 3D war. This is we're all going through a hard time. People are being triggered. They're having these emotional responses to things because these are trigger events that they're causing. It triggers an emotion. And then when you're reacting, you're not really thinking things through. Everybody's dealing with something right now. So uh, we need to not point fingers and just cut people some slack and hold space for everybody. Yes. I, it's just so important. Uh, even, you know, as much as we talk, you know, we're, we're not, none of us are perfect. None mm-hmm. of us are perfect. But I think, I think that's the biggest thing. And I'm so glad that you guys brought that up. It's like, yeah, cut, cut some slack. I feel Mm -hmm. like, you know, even we made a joke the other night, um, you know, and it's like, wow, you could never put that online because it it seems like people are so out to attack and twist things right now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, look in the mirror, just have some compassion, lighten up a little bit. Like the world is really hard and heavy right now. Like just ease up on the attacking and whenever you get triggered whenever people get triggered by something mm-hmm. and want to lash out that means there's something within them yep. that's unhealed and that's caught co- and that's what's getting triggered and that's what's causing them to to lash out and attack um so uh until you realize that you're going to keep reacting from this unconscious state from your unhealed wounds and traumas but yeah, that's, that's we're collectively, like you said, we're going through this on a massive scale. We're seeing it. And, and that's right one now, of yeah. the, the things with the shamanic work is, is the shadow, the shadow, the yeah. shadow, the shadow. shadow and works. the more you face that shadow, the less you get triggered. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it's, it's, it's amazing mm-hmm. yeah. to, to see people and on my own growth journey too. And I mean, you get, we're all on this, the same journey, whether it's shamanism or whatever it is you want to call it. It's, it's working through that trigger and then having that same trigger show up again. And it's like, Oh, I'm only 50% triggered. I'm only 25% triggered. And it's like, well, yeah. I mastered the trigger, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't exactly. even, and you get to the point where it doesn't phase you. Right. And that's it. That's it. It's so, and, but that, that, that happened to me. I got to a point where I thought I had mastered this and I had gotten past it. And then something came up and that trigger came back and I really had to, reevaluate it uh so even when you think you're done that doesn't mean just give up because you can have all the knowledge up here yeah. but until you do the work down here well, it's, it's not gonna did, matter. did the yeah. trigger come back or was it a deeper level that hasn't been revealed yet possibly both but right. that, that's yeah. that, my point was just because you think okay cool like i i got past that onto the next like no whenever you're never supposed to stop just because you reach mm-hmm. your goal doesn't mean you stop 
right. and then just let everything fall apart. Right. You always have yes. to keep going and keep going because everything's going to come back. It's designed that way. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, let's end this on a positive. Fake news. Fake, fake news. Fake news. Yeah. Are you uh, saying this was all fake news? Yeah. Is that what? Um, I'm sure. Before was, you get triggered, it yeah, was all fake. This was all fake. We weren't. Yeah. That is our dis- that is our disclaimer. Said. I'm sure there are people out there that will think that, but that's okay. Um, but I do do want to end on a positive note and remind everybody to um, not take everything so serious and to remember how to have fun, to remember how to be a kid again, uh, because if <laughs> that's that's all we have right now. That's all we have. If we t- be just because of what's going on in the world right now, uh, it's so serious. It's bringing everybody down. It's lowering the vibration. So, and it, what it did to me is, I you you forget to have fun because we're in this battle, we're in this fight, and you constantly want to do the good thing and fight the good fight. But I neglected my own happiness, and then I I wasn't effective at all in helping anyone. So just remember to have fun. Go. Do a flip into a swimming pool. I don't care what you have to do. Go be a kid again. Go be a kid again. Get out in nature yeah. too as yeah. much as you can, because um, that'll that's nature's so healing and and so crucial for our our well being in general. Yeah. Um, right. So, and yeah, oh. that's just it. That's it. I'm gonna leave it there. Well, no, I no, no. That's really one yeah. of the things I ask my clients is you know we get through all. This stuff and then it's like well what do you do for fun and man it's amazing how many people are like i don't do anything for fun so what do you what do you do for fun yeah. uh yeah <laughs> i i uh i play guitar i used to play in band i used to play in a lot of the rock bands and stuff i quit the last you, you one two used years to, ago but what do you do now uh, do you i do? still play guitar you know for fun and I, I try to get out and go on hikes and get, go to a park and yeah like i just said you know i try to as much as i can I read a lot of books. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I try, I'm always taking in information and stuff too, but I try to not leave it at that and and make sure I'm doing the inner work as well. But um, yeah, I don't know. And just hanging out with people and having amazing conversations like this is one of the most fun things (laughs) for me in general. Like, yeah, I was so excited. You guys were coming out. What do you do for fun? um, This is full disclosure here. I used to, I was a heavy partier. I used to party. I used to drink a lot. And I didn't know how to have fun unless I was drinking. So the big challenge for me coming out of this was that was why I say remember how to have fun because I didn't even know. I didn't know how to have fun without drinking. And it was a big challenge for me. It really, you don't understand. Like there's a, this is part of the addiction, you know, because I would sit at home and not go out on the weekends now because I didn't want to be tempted, but then I would sit home and be miserable because I wasn't happy. I was like, this isn't fun to me. Like I want to go party with my friends. So I had to come, I had to really get to a place of, of understanding what is fun for me right now. And what, and honestly what it is, is um, like he said, connecting, going to these conferences, uh, being around these people. This is the most um, fun thing to me right now in my life. And doing this, doing this, podcast has become really fun for me but that's still not it i realized that wasn't enough either and it wasn't until i was invited to i said do a flip in the pool it wasn't until i was invited to a pool party that i wish i was i would have said no to but i was like you know what i'm gonna do it 
and we were jumping in the pool, jumping through a ring, just playing games, making bets, whatever. And I just felt like a kid again. It was so much fun. And I, I just, I don't do that stuff anymore. So to me, I think my idea of fun, I'm still trying to figure this out, is just to let loose, just let loose and just let everything, let and the living in the moment yeah. and the now. And uh, what do you, what do you feel like doing like right now? And then, and then go yeah. do it. Well, <laughs> you know? I, I think like, you should go flip off the bridge right now and salmon river. Yeah, there you go. Way too cold. <laughs> It was cold enough two months ago. Yeah. No, but that's that's the type <laughs> really of thing I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's a it's a I'm sure people can relate to what I just said because uh, I know they can. Well, well, and it's what so so my thing is is um, in the summertime I paddleboard nice. like I paddleboard and then in the wintertime I you snowboard. I was gonna say you snowboard. Yeah, well, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm all like scoggled up. Nobody can tell how old I am. <laughs> Oh, so, you're not. So I could totally like hit it, you know, like in the powder and stuff. And like uh, people think I'm 20. I'm like, yeah. No, I'm 48. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just gave it away. I just gave it away. Uh, <laughs> but it is why that's so crucial. And, and one of my favorite things to do in my work is the, I know we're wrapping up, but is the inner child is because you reclaim that innocence. And when you're, when you were doing the, the flip in the pool and jumping through the ring, like that letting loose is your divine essence like mm-hmm. that feeling and it's it's right now we need to do that mm-hmm. um because it's lowering our cortisol levels and our stress and it's ramping up our endorphins our yeah um I'm drawing a blank but it's ramping up all of our endorphins so it's literally alleviating stress mm-hmm. so go jump in a pool go paddleboard go let give yourself the allowance to have fun give yourself the permission to have mm-hmm. fun yeah, and don't be afraid to say yes to an invite. Um, maybe it's your guides trying to help you, you know, get you out of a pattern, break you free. And, and you know, we all give ourselves this box and this comfort zone. And, and there's a saying, life begins outside of your comfort zone. And that's... It's very <laughs> that, true. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. That's it. But the problem yeah. with us doing this work is that our comfort zone is really, it, it's like, it's so small because when we step outside into the matrix, we don't feel like we fit in. Right. Right. So that's, oh, yeah. that's where the challenge is. Uh, so there, I don't know. There's a, there's a thousand different ways to approach this, but you can find your way. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> you are fake news. Okay. You're fake. You're fake news. Oh, that's the long one. No, it's not. Oh. Long one. All right. No, don't do it. <laughs> Fake news. You said don't do it. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming on. Oh, this was, thank you so thank much. You. This was Yeah, it was uh, kind of unexpected, but it was fun. And uh, yeah, it was a great, great conversation. We oh. touched on a lot. And uh, yeah, anywhere, uh, can you give your information for people to reach you? Or, or uh, I would love to. Yeah. So my website is hollymariesoulcoaching.com. And if anyone wants to check that out, great. Um, I do consultation phone calls. If you just want to talk for a little bit, I'm really happy to just help anybody through, but it's um, hollymariesoulcoaching.com. And I just want to thank you guys for, you know, we we had a lot of laughs and, and I hope that rippled out mm-hmm. because that's really important. And um, I heard a lot of mice running around yeah, there's mice well. the ceiling here. <laughs> yeah. don't, don't disclose our location we're, we're in a bunker yeah. somewhere yeah yeah um <laughs> somewhere on east city yeah. bunker 
All right, guys, thank you for tuning in. And um, I do want to say thank you to the people who are uh, donating to us. You know who you are. We yes. appreciate that so much. As um, Thank you. This it helps out so much. And we just want to acknowledge everybody who uh, is, is sending those donations and supporting us because that's how we're able to do this right now. That's how we're able to do this. And we can't thank you enough. And we want you to know it does not go unnoticed. So that's the hat. Yes. And, and uh, yeah. And please, if you feel compelled at all, uh, like and subscribe and share this out. You know, we're centered all the time. We're, we're getting hit hard. So any help is is much appreciated. Yeah. Um, any last words? Otherwise, we'll wrap it up. No? I think I'm good. Just a lot of gratitude to you guys. Listen, you're being rude. You're fake. You're fake news. You're fake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you next week. Have a great night.